Welcome to our regular episode of BusinessWise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian, philosopher, and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. Coming up on the 6th of August at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be doing a live conference at the request of the Effective Management Association uh, in what they are referring to as a virtual conference. In other words, it'll be online. Uh, This will be a two-hour presentation live, and uh, I am choosing for that conference what could be my favorite topic, and certainly a very timely one given today's circumstances, and that will be leadership. And I invite you all to join me there. If you want to register uh, the homepage of this BusinessWise, there is a link there. You can just click on that and sign up for it. We have uh, about 100 people attending so far, and our goal, of course, is to uh, help as many people as possible with this information. So please uh, register. Mr. Hubbard, who has experienced leading expeditions to remote parts of this planet, including carrying three flags for the prestigious Explorers Club in New York, commanding warships during the Second World War, and of course, founding and leading a movement that may be our one hope for rescuing this civilization from its self-destruction, has much to teach us about leadership. So while uh, on 6 August, I'll be presenting a lot more material, two hours worth, of Mr. Hubbard's phenomenal analysis and training on this subject, because you are a listener leading a family, a business, a community, or perhaps a country, there's so much to know about it. And I thought we would devote today's podcast episode to this subject more or less as an introduction, but of course, you can expect to learn a lot more by tuning into the live conference, where I'll also be taking questions and so forth. So yeah, let's kick this off today, because uh, as you're about to discover, we really have far too few leaders today. And now is a time when we really need them. And you, the listener, should probably be one, great or small. Anyhow, on the 4th of January, 1959, in a recorded lecture called Leadership, Mr. Hubbard had this to say about the subject. And so I quote, what we're creating is somebody who can live a better life. What we're creating is not necessarily the, quote, leaders of the world, end quote, has nothing to do with that. We're creating somebody who can take responsibility in his own sphere of action. We're creating people who can take responsibility for things. And... If we create them as fast as a society says the individual can have no responsibility, we'll still keep this ship of state from going down with all flags struck. Now, to define ship of state, this is a uh, famous metaphor that was put forth by Plato in his book, The Republic, which you you probably had to study in high school or something. But it likens the governance of a city-state to the command of a naval vessel. So we're talking about ship of state. We're talking about governance. Okay. And now uh, striking a flag, and that is a, um, that's, of course, lowering your flags, which signifies a ship's or garrison's surrender. So for a ship, uh, you lower your flag or strike your flags. It means you give up, basically. You surrender. Let's recap that quote then from Mr. Hubbard. What we're creating is not necessarily the leaders of the world. It has nothing to do with that. We're creating somebody who can take responsibility in his own sphere of action. What we're creating people who can take responsibility for things. And if we create them as fast as the society says, 
the individual can have no responsibility, we'll still keep this ship of state from going down with all flags struck. And then he goes on to say, an individual who will take responsibility generally does, and he keeps things rolling. If we're going into a society which is all but leaderless, we'd better know what a leader is. A leader is somebody who can assume responsibility for his sphere of influence. That's awful simple, isn't it? He can assume responsibility for his sphere of influence. End quote. Ellen Hubbard. Okay, so let's tackle this uh, nasty four-letter word, responsibility. Um, I can't think of a topic that is made more unpopular by today's society than this word, because uh, it would appear that most education today is directing you away from responsibility, and uh, consequently, uh, as you will discover through this episode, away from causation or the ability to be caused. So let's look at Mr. Hubbard's definition. This is from an article, the 29th of October, 1971. Mr. Hubbard says, The state, quality, or fact of being responsible. And responsible means legally or ethically accountable for the care or welfare of another. Involving personal accountability or ability to act without guidance or superior authority. Being the source or cause of something, capable of making moral or rational decisions on one's own, and therefore answerable for one's behavior, able to be trusted or dependent upon, reliable, based upon or characterized by good judgment or sound thinking. Well, well, well. That's quite a complete and very uh, honorable definition of responsibility. Uh, viewed in this light, maybe it's not so bad to be responsible. Today, I think if you talk to someone about being responsible, they immediately assume blame. They immediately assume that they're about to get uh, executed. And this is uh, this whole campaign that appears to be run in society today that one isn't really responsible. It's really, I guess a problem in your genes or your chemistry or your parents or your childhood experiences or whatnot, there seem to be a lot of arrows directing you away from responsibility. But look at what he says here. Look at what Mr. Hubbard says here. He says, um, being the source or cause of something. So if you're not responsible for something, then you're not the source or the cause of it, are you? And if you are not the source or the cause of it, then you are the effect of it. Therefore, if you're not responsible, you are effect. You see how that comes together. So individuals walking away from responsibility, I don't want responsibility, I have too many responsibilities, etc., 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 are walking themselves away from cause or source. And consequently, they become something else. The word most commonly used for that is victim. Now, victim might be fashionable today, but it's not very comfortable. It's far more comfortable to be cause. And you are cause the moment you assume 
that you are the one responsible or you have responsibility for something. A guy who says that, you know, I am bad at math because of my fifth grade teacher will continue to be bad at math. On the other hand, if he acknowledges that he has a responsibility for that, he goes, well, I'm bad at math because I never listened to my fifth grade teacher or I didn't bother to clear the terms or I didn't bother to do my homework or I didn't bother to work at it or whatever. That puts him, that makes him responsible, but it puts him at cause. The cause is no longer his fifth grade teacher. And you can have people going through life, going on and on and on about how the cause of their condition is from some exterior source. Interestingly enough, even people who will tell you they are responsible in the same breath will assign responsibility to other causes. And of course, they have now relegated themselves to, uh, to coin a word, victimship, I guess you could say. So, good luck to those guys. I just don't think it's very appropriate. And we are looking at circumstances today that evidently they are certainly out of control which I guess you could say means there are a few taking responsibility for it or for those circumstances. And uh, those who would take responsibility for those circumstances would therefore be, by definition, responsible. They would acknowledge, I have a responsibility for these circumstances, great or small. And per this quote I just read you from Mr. Hubbard, that would make them leaders, wouldn't it? because then they would start engaging in doing something about it. So Mr. Hubbard has another definition for responsibility. Uh, 17 January 1962, quote, The way not to have is to ignore or combat or withdraw from. These three, ignoring or combating or withdrawing, sum up to no having. Just as an aside, what's having? Having is the ability to experience something, to have something, to to own something. So I think a lot of us want to have things, tangible or intangible, want to have great family, want to have love, want to have a nice house, whatever. These are have, okay? And he says the way not to have is to ignore or combat or withdraw from. These three, ignoring or combating or withdrawing, sum up to no having. They also sum up to no responsibility for such things. Thus, we can define responsibility as a concept of being able to care for or reach or to be. To be responsible for something, one does not actually have to care for it or reach it or be it. One only needs to believe or know that he has the ability to care for it, reach it, or be it. Care for it is a broader concept than, but similar to, start, change, or stop it. It includes guard it, help it like it, be interested in it, etc. L. Ron Hubbard. So if you're being responsible for something, you're, care for it, you're caring for it, aren't you? I'm responsible for my car. I take care of my car. My car, therefore, is in good condition. I am cause over my car. If my car is dirty, I know it is dirty because I'm not caring for it. If it gets into a crack-up and I was a driver... Or even if I wasn't the driver, I'm the one who lent the car out, perhaps, or was neglectful and let somebody steal it so they could crack it up. You can find your cause, because it's there. And when you find your cause, 
you are no longer a victim, you're able to do something about it. Okay, from now on, I'm not going to leave my car unlocked or I'm not going to park in this neighborhood or whatever it is that you're now going to be cause over. And that stems from your responsibility for the thing. You can reach it. You can be it. You know, if you have an individual, uh, perhaps an employee or a boss, and you choose to ignore that person, combat that person, withdraw from that person, you're not going to have that person. And uh, you are not taking responsibility for that person. And you're not being that person. Maybe next time you sit down in front of them, try and handle them, try being them. And see if, uh, and be responsible for them, care for them. And see if that doesn't uh, end up with a better result. And you end up being at the cause point. Caring for somebody might mean dismissing them. Okay, it doesn't mean you have to be propitiative towards them. It just means you are being responsible for them. You know, I, I have pointed out to many of my members that friends don't let their friends do unethical things. Well, he's my friend. I know, but he's doing something unethical. Why aren't you doing something about it? Because he's my friend. Well, some friend. Because he keeps doing that unethical stuff, and you're not caring for him, you're not being responsible for him, guess what? He's going to end up in the soup. And in all likelihood, so will you as a consequence, directly or indirectly. So all roads lead to responsibility if you want to be caused. Of course, if you want to be a victim, then why are you listening to this episode? But I am pretty sure that, especially based on all the feedback I get from these episodes, the listeners to this business-wise podcast are a bunch of individuals who want to be cause. And uh, you're, you're awesome for it, and we love you for it. So this is uh, kind of a hard lesson. And uh, one, I have to say, uh, it would appear we are continually learning. Okay? I don't think there's any of us who... Uh, don't turn around now and again and discover we're being a victim to something or other and go, wow, this is a wake-up call to my own responsibility level, isn't it? And some of us have perhaps a greater sense or awareness of responsibility than others, but I don't think any of us can't continue to work on this particular uh, concept. It's particularly applicable if it's your company or business. Like, who the heck is supposed to be responsible for your business if it's not you and it's your company? I marvel at some of the members who tell me that, you know, uh, the reason for their problems is, you know, such and such employee or I'm going, what the devil? I mean, I thought you were the boss. Like, who's supposed to be taking charge? Where does the buck stop? You know, with your office manager or you? Whose cause? Who's responsible? So it, uh, it's more prevalent than you might think. Uh, members or individuals who are uh, operating at the effect of their own businesses or their own families or their own households. Like these certainly one could imagine one is cause over and can be responsible for. One of the most classic areas of irresponsibility uh, our relationships, you know, 
Um, seems like this is an area where we love to be irresponsible. Our spouses are certainly cause and we are certainly victims, or we are the effect of our spouses, or we're both effect of our spouses. So um, I'm the effect of my wife. My wife is the effect of me. We're both effect. Mr. Hubbard calls that an effect-effect relationship. The ideal is a cause-cause relationship. Anyway, this isn't a talk on, on, uh, on families and relationships, but I'm just bringing this up as another example of the occasional insistence that we may have to not be cause or not be responsible. Now, take a look at society at large. This is a broader thing. Okay, this isn't just your business. This isn't just your family. This isn't just your relationship. We're talking about your community. Perhaps we're even talking about a planet. Okay, do you feel the effect of what's going on in society? On the broadcast tonight, good to go. Uh, if you don't, write me. I want to meet you. Okay, if you feel that you are being affected, in any way, try this. Try leadership. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Be a leader in your community. Be a leader. It doesn't mean you have to be elected to anything. Just exactly what he says here. He says, what we're creating is not necessarily the, quote, leaders of the world, end quote, has nothing to do with that. We're creating somebody who can take responsibility in his own sphere of action. What is your sphere of action? Take responsibility for it. He goes on to say, we're creating people who can take responsibility for things. And if we create them as fast as the society says the individual can have no responsibility, we'll still keep this ship of state from going down with all flags struck. Yeah, there's quite a campaign that you can have no responsibility. Take a drug instead. Okay? And that is how we descend into slavery. Okay? Because you're total victims if you roll down that line. He says an individual who will take responsibility generally does, and he keeps things rolling. Who's keeping things rolling in society today? Those who are taking responsibility, and we need more of them. He goes on to say, if we're going into a society which is all but leaderless, we better know what a leader is. Okay, do you know what a leader is now? Yes, you do. So let's be leaders, great or small. Because right now, he says, the society is almost leaderless. Think about it. Look at the guys that are in charge of businesses, corporations, communities, countries, and ask yourself, are they being responsible? Are they acknowledging cause? Are they being cause? And by their actions, ye shall know them. You can take a look and go, who do we have amongst us that are true leaders? And you will see, if you use these parameters, there are far too few. And he goes on to say this, a leader is somebody who can assume responsibility for a sphere of influence. That's awful simple, isn't it? He can assume responsibility for a sphere of influence. L. Ron Hubbard. So, why not? Uh, there are hundreds of listeners to this episode. And if we all assume responsibility for our spheres of influence, we are cause, own up to who we are, our beingness, our knowledge, our certainty, 
and be able to affect a greater and greater sphere of influence, well, uh, one day those islands will become the sea. And that is what I believe we should focus on. Amongst anything else we're doing about uh, the world at large today, that certainly we can all do. And uh, I think you'll agree with me, we must all do. All right, a bit of a shorter episode today, but I invite you to attend on the 6th of August. Register. Uh, you can register right now with uh, the link uh, on this homepage. You can also go to, I think it's effectivemanagement.us. That's the website. And slash conference. I think there's even a picture of my smiling face there. And uh, my good friend Joe Yazbek is going to be hosting uh, me. You'll be the MC. This is a conference a little bit different. I'm really looking forward to talking to you then. So please go ahead and register and uh, we'll do a big rollout on the subject of leadership. And I think you will discover a lot of great laws and fundamentals to make you a better leader and more causative in your sphere of influence. All right. Well, thank you for listening. We'll talk again uh, next Monday and um, send us your feedback. We've been getting lots of great wins as always. And those are what really fuel us and keep us going. So write us at info at wiseeastus.org and uh, give us your uh, wins and successes. One thing I would ask, uh, a lot of times we get, wow, that was amazing and this is really helping. But also tell us how it's helping you because I'm curious. Let's just leave it at that. Thank you very much once again. We'll talk to you next week.